Thanks for making Locked On Women's Basketball your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. And today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. On today's show, we have a very special guest. Making his debut on the pod is Mark Schindler. He's an NBA writer and podcaster. You can find his work over at basketballnews.com and in a multitude of other places. And he also just happens to be the biggest Storm fan that I know. So, Mark, how are you doing today? I am. Uh, I'm really good. I'm excited to be here. Excited to talk. Uh, talk some W. I'm very excited for the season to start. Um, especially with all of the craziness that's been going on. But I really appreciate you guys having me on. Of course. And as always, I'm joined by Bradshaw Furlong, who works at Toronto's version of ESPN, as he likes to say. Hey, yes. <laughs> Bradshaw, how are you today? I'm doing very well. Thank you. And yes, that is it, We are Toronto's version of ESPN. Just with I always love coverage. If that, that makes sense. Every time we record. He and curling. That. A lot of curling coverage. A lot of curling coverage lately. That Big. is very true. Big, yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah, anti-curling. I very much. Agree. I grew up playing hockey, and all I could think about was how I wanted to watch Olympic hockey, but I never got to because freaking curling was always delaying the starts <laughs> for games, and I would miss like half the games. Like, uh, I just, I'm, I'm happy that people enjoy it, but it just reminds me of, like shuffleboarding on ice. So that's yeah, that's basically what it is. Apparently, it's a lot of fun. I remember when I was in school, they like came to us one day and like did curling with us, like in the gym. And they gave us like brooms to just like, I don't know. What? Anyway. That's so cool. What the hell? That's amazing. Yeah, it was like these curling people that came and it was weird. Anyway, all right, we're going way off track here. <laughs> all right, before we begin, make sure you're subscribed to Locked On Women's Basketball wherever you listen to podcasts. Every follow helps us continue to put out daily content. All right, since we have the biggest Storm fan ever, um, I decided we're going to start talking about the Seattle Storm. So they've made quite a few moves so far. Um, we'll start with Sue Bird because I know she holds a very special place in your heart, Mark. Um, she's back for her last year. How did you, how do you feel about that? Um, I wasn't sure if she was actually going to come back. You know, I think that was the biggest thing. And, uh, especially with, uh, Stewie being, you know, up for free agency and Jewel up for free agency. It just felt like there was a real chance of the team kind of turning over, uh, this off season. Um, not to like immediately parlay it into something else, but it just uh, it feels odd because I get it to a degree that they want to give her a really good send off and, you know, her last year. But it also kind of feels like they're they're not prioritizing the future of the team to a degree, um, which is a little bit uncomfortable as a fan. Um, you know, Stewie only signing a one year deal, uh, Jewel signing on for two, but. Uh, I believe she can opt out of the second. It's something like something along those lines, regardless, like it, she, she wanted to, she wanted to be traded out. It'd be very easy to trade Jewel Lloyd, one of the top 10 players in the W like uh, it's, it's I'm, I'm, I'm tenuously optimistic. I think is the best way to put it, especially with some of the other moves that went on as well. Yeah. That's, a, that's kind of something that I wanted to talk about because it feels like, her playing her last year was kind of this gigantic thing and you feel like they would have gone all out for it while also kind of thinking towards like the long-term future of this team as well. So, I mean, Bradshaw, like, are you at all concerned about, you know, the seasons following after this one, especially with Stewie being 
a free agent again next next year. I think you kind of have to be like I think what Mark said, like just like with all the moves they made, like again, Stewie back for one year, Juliet only there for two at the most, and then obviously Super done after this season. Like you have to be concerned that this is kind of the last go round for this core, and like after this, they kind of have to start thinking about okay, what the hell do we do after this? Like where do we go once these three are all gone? If they if they decide to leave, like obviously Stewie could come back, like she could easily just come back next year and be like okay yeah, i'll sign a three-year deal but it just it has the feeling of a team that's like okay we're on our way out we're on our way to like pushing our core out and we're gonna have to figure we'll figure it out later like we'll have this one year maybe two but after this we'll figure we'll figure it out later yeah and like even with some of the other moves i mean even brianne january is her mm-hmm. last year as well so you're not having her after next year um they did re-sign Steph Talbot. They re-signed Mercedes Russell. They did do a trade that I know Mark was not too happy about. Uh, <laughs> it's not even that I wasn't happy. Like, I don't know. I was, I'm still relatively new to the W, so I haven't gotten to see her play that much. Mm-hmm. I've gotten to see Katie Lusangelson play a lot, and I just feel for her because this is what? This is her fourth team in four years now. It's like, <sighs> give her a break. And congrats <laughs> to her on getting engaged, though. That's that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but just give her a home, please. <laughs> Yeah, no, I get it. I mean, and even like with Gabby Williams, Gabby hasn't played in the W since two seasons ago. Um, so, you know, like obviously like she, I, I was trying to console Mark and be like, she's bringing you defense. And like, Katie Lou plays defense too. Um, so there's not much more I can do for you there. But um, what are your kind of expectations for the team this season? Like, are they in that contender list? Like, do you think they have a chance? I know there's been a lot of moves this offseason, so it's kind of hard to gauge. I mean, I feel like they're kind of where I slotted them in last year. I maybe feel like a little bit better. Like, adding Brianna is huge. I thought that was really great. I love that move. Um, again, I'm I'm not really sure what to make of moving on from Katie Lou and, and uh, trading for Gabby. Like, obviously, I think in terms of the future of the team, it could be really good. I'm not sure what to think of her immediate impact. I, I want to go watch some of her Euro League stuff um, to get a better idea. But, I mean, I feel very similarly to last year. Uh, like, they're in that upper crust, like one of the top four teams, but I don't think that I give them a better shot than anyone else. I mean, um, I, I don't know where I'm at with Connecticut, but obviously, I mean, John Quell's back. Obviously, they lose Brian in January, but John Quell is – freaking awesome and that team still has a really good core phoenix who i know we're going to talk about i have no idea what to make out of them but they're talented (laughs) as shit uh so like it's it's not super clear um and as we know like injuries and everything can can really hamper a team i mean seattle had a chance until stewie went out with injury so um you know we'll see what happens but yeah right now they're they're a top three or four team but they're not top of the top yeah and just kind of like a follow-up to that like what are your what's your opinion on like jewel kind of maybe she's going to be the one to lead the team after next year uh lead the team or leave the team no lead lead don't worry Not lead okay um well i mean to <laughs> me it's worst still case yet i guess i, I mean i guess it's a it's <laughs> this is probably why people don't like storm fans as much like um <laughs> I don't oh, know. We have like, to be. We have to be led by a top ten player. Oh, yeah. What a shame! By only one of them. Oh, that's too bad. Well, I think that's just what's what's difficult. Like Stewie is when she's healthy, she has a claim to be the best player in the W. Just about. And Jewel isn't quite that, but that's like okay. Jewel is still like, I mean, like like you mentioned, she was first team All W last year. She's an incredible, incredible player. 
even after Stewie went down, we saw her have a really fantastic stretch until it got a little bit rocky at the end. But I think part of that was there were some some other stuff going on with the team too that made it difficult. But um, I, I think like. And like we've talked about this with just the W expanding in general, like Jewel Lloyd is a good enough player where she should be allowed to lead her own team if she really wants to. Like she could be a dominant number one option for a team and they would make the playoffs. I don't I don't question that at all. Um, but again, like as a fan, please stay like I, I don't really want you to leave. But it's it's just like, I mean, I hope that she's around to lead the storm because I love watching her play. I mean, she's an incredibly dynamic athlete and scorer, and I think she has more as a passer too, and um, just about getting some more of those reps. But yeah, I I can't think that far out because it's a it's hurting my heart a little bit. But we'll see what happens. Well, I'm I'm sorry, Brash. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, my question for you, and this will be the last one before we move on. What like what did you think about all those like they were meeting with New York? Uh, stories that were coming out like both Jewel and Stewie kind of before like what like how much do you how much can we actually take substance from that I, I balance I try to balance like how much is like okay like leverage to come back to the store but also like you know actually genuinely meeting with them seeing like what the future of this team looks like and like how much they're genuinely gauging their interest in going to New York because obviously New York no offense to Seattle but like New York bigger market more marketing opportunities things like that but I mean, you're gonna make going. you're gonna you're gonna make your money you're gonna make your money anywhere off endorsements if you're good enough you're making your money regardless um i i i'm just wondering like how much is gonna be like oh maybe we're looking ahead to next season like okay we're well, meeting now go back to the storm but i'm you know only there for a year we'll revisit this next season um i, I mean obviously we don't know how genuine those talks were but it seemed like they were relatively genuine and like that there were they that she might have actually left but i mean again i'm i'm just looking out to next season at this point like how yeah i'm it's more about next season now because i mean obviously they're there for a year but again everything could change next season with how little commitment there is past this one season (laughs) (laughs) not true Uh, yes very true yeah, no, it's okay. I was kind of p- pushing my own little personal agenda there. That <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm glad I was able to get that in. Maybe um, she'll come right. to Dallas. No, why? Uh, so, sorry. No, no why? <laughs> we have a it's recap okay. for five years. That's all we need. That's all we need. That's all we need. I'm, I'm just making up rumors now because there's been nothing. Make the first round nothing. of the playoffs. Yes. Moves to the Liberty, almost. <laughs> okay 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 enough slander um enough slandering each other all right in just a moment we're gonna dive into some mercury talk which i'm excited about but first we're gonna hear from our friends over at Bill bar this is the time of the year that i've pretty much given up on all of my new year's resolutions but not this year i'm sticking i'm sticking to my resolution to eat right thanks to Bill bar it almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. And there's one specific bar that I want to talk about. They're called Puffs. So Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallows. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, but they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat. And they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Um, Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. There's cinnamon, there's chocolate, there's coconut, marshmallow, banana cream pie. So good. These are going to be your new favorite. And all built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, and that is including Puffs. Um, they're low-calorie, high-protein. You can replace your candy bars with these, and they're better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. Um, but if you go to built.com and scroll, scroll down to the macros chart, 
you'll be blown away because built bars have high protein and low calories. Um, they contain 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net, net, net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. If you compare that to a candy bar, um, which usually has around 240 ca calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs, you can see the difference. There's lots of flavors. And new for this month is white chocolate cookies and cream. They're all delicious and new flavors are coming out all the time. If you, if they think the flavor might be good, they'll make it. It'll be delicious and good for you. If you go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off of your order. Let them know we sent you. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Thanks for listening to Lockdown Women's Basketball. Make sure to catch more episodes throughout the week. Okay, let's move on to the Liberty. I mean, my bad. To <laughs> oh, the Mercury. of course. Of course. Hijacking okay. it again. Got to talk oh, about right. the Liberty always. Mm. They're they're always on my mind. Um, mm. Okay, let's start with the Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> so some of the moves that they did so far, Kianer signed her qualifying offer. They unfortunately re-signed Sophie Cunningham. But some of the big ones were Tina Charles, Diamond to Shields. Um, and a lot of people are labeling this team as a super team. And I wanted to kind of get your thoughts on that because kind of a common theme throughout this free agency has been get a lot of talent and then kind of worry about the fit later. So my first question is, are we worried about who is getting benched in that starting five? Probably uh, not. I think, you, again, like it just like you have so many talented players that I, I almost don't think you have. Like, you, I mean, obviously you're worried a little bit, but like, like this is one of the best collections of like, like at least five, like probably five players off the top of my head. I can't remember anything better in recent W history. Like this is unbelievable what they've done. Yeah. I mean, to me, I'm, I think I'm probably less concerned about the starting five now that I thought, thought it out because I mean, in that article, I believe it was uh, Annie Constable from uh, a Chicago Tribune that put out that Diamond was interested in leaving because she wanted to be um, part of, you know, team's core and focal point moving forward. Um, so I'm hard pressed to think she'll be coming off the bench. Like, I don't think she would have okayed the, um, she wouldn't have wanted to sign in, um, in Phoenix if, if she was going to be coming off the bench, I would imagine. Cause if she was, why not just stay in Chicago? Um, I mean, adding Tina is incredible, though. Like, it's huge. I think it's difficult, though. Like, with I mean, I guess you could technically start her with with uh, with Britt, but I feel like it's more like she's a lot more of a five than a four, in my opinion. Now, um, and it just adds maybe another element coming off the bench. Uh, at, le at least to me, it's the, it's easiest to see her coming off the bench because I don't think you can put. Um, I. Hold on a second. I totally lost my train of thought. Um, it's just hard for me to see anyone else getting put on the bench from their starting five and what they did last year. So, uh, but that's where I'm at with it right now. Where are you guys at on it? Yeah. I mean, I'm just excited to be able to cover this team. Um, they were already so good last year. And you guys, like you guys know, Brittany Griner is my absolute favorite W player to watch. And so the fact that they're just getting more stacked and the fact that like, a lot of teams have kind of just started to like push all their chips in and, and kind of try to be like the best is making this season even more exciting than it was last year. Um, and it just adds the element of surprise even more because even with Chicago winning the championship last year, like nobody really saw it coming, but I feel like this season is even more of a question mark because last season, at least we had kind of like a couple of contenders who were like, okay, like these are the ones who are going to be able to go for it. Um, but it feels like there's more opportunity now. And I think that's what excites me about this Mercury team. Um, I'm very intrigued by Diana Tarazi and her seemingly never, 
gonna retire kind of situation that's going on because we have all these players you know this year it seems like a lot of them are retiring is she ever gonna retire like what what's kind of her her place here especially with the mercury kind of deciding that they want to go towards like a a different approach especially with changing their head coach i mean i i don't know like i actually think you can make the case that I'm sure that I'll get slandered for this, but you can make the case that DT probably should come off the bench to an extent, like just maybe preserving minutes or something. It won't happen, but um, I, I don't know. I mean, she's still incredibly good, but the you just can't really get over where the defense is with her at times. Um, and it really showed through in the playoffs to an extent. Um, obviously, she was fantastic in the finals offensively and is a big reason for why they were there. But like, like we're talking about, it's very uh, like finding out how the construction is going to be is very odd is like okay i mean i guess you could move key nurse to the bench brianna nurse i mean not brianna nurse brianna turner move i'm not moving like one of the best defenders in the w and in yeah. basketball in general to the bench um but with dt like i mean she just is still just about the best shooter in the w like what she can do as a scorer and absolutely getting hot and carrying a team especially as we saw in the early rounds of the playoffs um you know, when it was more single game elimination, you saw what she could do. And I just, I mean, as long as she's playing, she's going to be able to shoot. The, the other stuff we'll have questions about for sure. Um, but the shooting is just electric and it carries a lot of what Phoenix does offensively. But I guess not. I'm sorry. I don't mean to like ramble on and on, but like I am so interested to see what this looks like without mm-hmm. Sandy Brondello now, because they've been running a lot of the same stuff for the last eight years that she's been there with DT and BG and like, I don't know. Like this, there's so much up in the air. It's so wild to me. It's like a whole. It's just, uh, literally like just a whole new team. Yeah, with like all the pieces they've added. I didn't even think about DT coming off the bench. Like that wasn't even a thought that crossed my mind. And like now that now like I think about it, like that just makes the most sense. Like that would make the most sense for them to bring her off the bench. I just oh, don't know. If I should have not put my. If she would this, do that, I'm gonna get killed on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. She would, or if like the team would even consider it. What a move that would be, though. My God. I mean, I'm. I was gonna I'm say, in, like, I'm in support. But imagine the outrage (laughs) on Twitter that would happen. I'm just imagining somebody asking DT if she's going to come off the bench. And like, do you remember when Carmelo Carmelo got asked asked before the OKC? He's like, come off the bench. I'm Carmelo Anthony. I can only imagine what DT's answer would be. And it would be ruthless. I cannot. uh, And rightfully so. I mean, she's one of the greatest players of all Mm -hmm. time. So it's like, but it's you hit that odd stage of like, okay. You're still very good. You do some really huge things that other people in the W can't, but your flaws definitely get pointed out even more once you start hitting the stage of your career. So it's it's a fine line to cross, and they're going to have to cross it at some point, in some way or another. Obviously, you know, I'm talking about it, but like I mean, everyone mm-hmm. on this team is going to need to make like some sacrifices in terms of like how let's like a, mostly their scorers are going to need to do that, but. I, I just don't know if that, I guess that would be um, that would be a huge sacrifice if she if she did that. Well, we haven't hit on this and not to not to take this in a different area. But what did you guys think of Diamond signing there? Because I'm I mean, part of it is I'm a regular. I mean, I'm like one of the top 10 Diamond stands in the country. But like, I'm very excited about Diamond on this team. I really like the idea of the fit with her there, and especially what it could mean for them long term, too. But where were you guys at with it? I mean, I was hoping I like in the back person. of my mind she would go to wings but i knew that wouldn't happen but, oh my god well no i was like that like, if she wanted a bigger role that would have like she would have got a bigger role on the wings if she wanted it but well yes she but wanted I to go to a team that would actually wants... win games and yeah. you know would actually be good 
Uh, I, I'm intrigued to see her fit on this team, though. <laughs> of course, you brought it back to Dallas. I don't know how you. Well, like, she wanted a bigger. That's why that was my thought. Was like she wanted a bigger role. This team has like a spot for her if she wanted it. But I mean, again, winning also is something that matters. I guess. Yes, I guess um, people want coming to off games. of being a being a champion, I think she would probably still want to go to a team <laughs> that wants to win. Um, but no, I was I was gonna say it's kind of funny that the common theme of today is Mark is a top ten fan in any one of our topics. Today. <laughs> Anybody who follows me on Twitter knows that I just I'm I appreciate basketball sometimes too much. Uh, but like, yeah, it's it's hard for me to find things that I don't like unless it's like you know. There, there are like small things like holding the ball for way too long, but you know, there's <laughs> other things. Um, would we grade this team as like the best in terms of free agency moves and signings for this season? I would say, like, I would say they had to watch. Do they get an point? A plus? It's too early for me. Like, I part of that's because I'm like really annoying about nuance, but like, I just I can't know until we see. Like, uh, mm. I think in terms of just acquiring talent, sure they can get an ARA plus for it. But I mean, if the talent doesn't work out, we've just seen it with teams across any league, any time. If it doesn't fit together, the personalities can't coexist, and the style doesn't mesh. Then I don't know. Uh, probably not great, but I do think like I appreciate them going all in like this, and it feels like every team in the W has gone all in. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah. In terms of like personality too, I know Skylar has come out and said that you know there's really no problem with that, and that they actually kind of like it, so it could work out. Um, I think you're right about kind of waiting to see how things play out. Um, like not to like talk about the NBA, but we saw with the Brooklyn Nets and their mm-hmm. big three and all the attention around that. Yeah, and, now and the what was it, 13, 12, 13 Lakers? I think it was 12, 13 Lakers when Dwight came and it was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And it, like, honestly, like, I agree. I don't want to make it about the, the NBA, but it's like a very, very similar situation. Um, but again, the personalities are super different, too. So you don't want to completely complete it. But like, it just has a lot of boom bust capability. Yeah. Um, and uh, speaking of uh spicy chemistry we're gonna talk about liz and the sparks in la in a couple of moments where is that yeah no i was trying to figure out like a good way to transition it um but first we're gonna hear from bradshaw and bet online bet online has you covered with more props odds and lines than ever before as football has concluded its march through the playoffs and we are now at the big game this week, it's coming up on Sunday. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, even podcasts and news this season. Not just football. BetOnline has up-to-the-minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, along with live real-time updates of current games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available for the 2022 season. BetOnline, where the game starts. Okay, cool. Uh, let's get into the Sparks. And the one move that we really want to talk about is Liz Cambage. A couple of weeks ago on this podcast, we had been talking about how she was kind of trolling us with going to all these different cities and posting on uh, social media just for her to end up in the very, very first place she had posted in L.A. Um, as we saw, like L.A. was clearing cap space for her, supposedly, and that's exactly what happened. Um, first question why <laughs> somebody <laughs> explain this signing <laughs> um i mean yeah it's this is definitely like testing the boundaries of fit and uh <laughs> spacing um 
like and i think it's important to note too like spacing is not just shooting obviously like spacing is more like how a defense guards you or how they're willing to guard you how you can force them to guard you you can have four people who are all shooting 40 percent from three but if the defense doesn't give a shit then it doesn't matter because if you're not actually like capable of taking open shots and making the defense pay then like whatever but <laughs> this team i don't know if they have what it what they need to actually make up for that. Like, I do think they have quality playmakers throughout the team, but like, okay, what is a closing lineup supposed to be for this team? Like, Amanda's how I be started most of last year, if I remember correctly. Um, I think the Sparks were like my least watched team. I still watched them a decent amount, but like, um, like no, I mean, Zowie, Zowie shot from bad. three a little bit last year. She did not hit well from three. Um, like, they don't have a ton of flexibility in the front court in terms of players who can play out on the perimeter a lot um like they have a lot of forwards and centers who are like truly forwards and centers and i just am uh i i feel like neko gumuke is having like ptsd flashbacks of having to self-create in a completely cramped offense like she did last year except erica wheeler's just not there now so like i don't know man <laughs> it's like um, I like Liz is in- incredibly good. Like, don't get me mm. wrong. I think Liz helps shore up the defense that kind of fell apart at points last year. So they have a defensive backbone, but I just don't know if that is enough to rely upon to, to just hope that you're going to be able to tough bucket your way through it. But I mean, where are you guys at with it? I mean, I think they're trying, like, it's almost like what we were talking about with Mercury where it's like, we're trying, they're going to figure it out later, but it's going to be very hard to, like you were saying, it's going to be very hard to figure it out later when there's not many solutions to figure it out. Mm. Um, I'm just, I, again, I like the talent they've acquired. Like I, I like them getting Jordan Canada, I like getting, you know, Liz Cambage, obviously. And I like them getting Kennedy Carter off that just disastrous Atlanta dream team. She's but, alive. Yes. Yeah. She's free. <laughs> like, like that, I think that's a nice piece for them, but like, I, again, I like a lot of the players individually, but like as a unit, I just would not have seen this coming or see how this works when they are like when they're actually going to be playing games. Unless like maybe they have another something else planned, but I, I just don't see what they're going to do here. Yeah, they're kind of in the position where even though it's kind of like the Mercury, except they don't have Tina Charles or Diamond the Shields or you know anyone anyone like that. But um, it's. It's interesting because even with all these moves, like it feels like a good rotation, but I don't know if I want to put them in a higher tier again, if that kind of makes sense. You know, like I'm not really sure what to kind of make of this until I actually see how it goes. Um, It's funny. I saw somebody make a joke that no matter what moves LA does, Derek Fisher never wins. (laughs) (laughs) yeah i thought that was really funny but yeah i don't know like i don't really know what to make of this um i i really really didn't think i actually didn't think liz was going to be on a team if i'm being completely honest like what the comments that she made uh about a week ago i think it was about um the plane and all of that so she's on a team uh we're gonna see what happens I, I don't know if you guys have any other remaining thoughts about the Sparks in their direction. Like, I don't know. I really liked adding Katie Lou Samuelson. I do think mm-hmm. she helps in terms of adding somebody who can connect on both ends. Like, she's a very good defender, especially rotationally. Um, 
her shooting is just kind of the question, like, especially like even on a team as well spaced and with an organic offense like Seattle, um, she has some issues with getting her shots off that I talk about with uh, M Adler from uh, at the next hoops all the time. Um, I'm interested to see if that, you know, works itself out at all. But um, like you mentioned, adding Kennedy school, but um, she's very good. And I think she's going to help a ton. But again, like there's one person shooting above league average from three on this team. Like, I guess I'd ask too. I mean, what is your, do you have expectations for Sinead to actually play this year or how she's going to contribute this year? Cause mm-hmm. she's played, she's played seven games since 2019. So like, I mean, we know what she can do when she is playing, but like, yeah, exactly. Um, And I think that just adds more into the calculus. And I love Jordan Canada. I wish she was still part of the Seattle Storm, but like she's not going to get guarded out to the perimeter either. It's just it's I'm not trying to make this all about spacing. This feels like the vendetta I used to have with Bill Lambeer, but um, (laughs) I just it's, it's certainly making me scratch my head. Like they're the team that I think I most want to watch in the W season because I have no idea what to think of them. We'll see. Now you have a reason to watch them. Team. Yeah. I just, it's just funny because like Nia Coffee would be perfect for this team. Like that's exactly <laughs> what you know, the has gone. And I'm like, okay, well do your thing, Derek. But <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think a good thing is we're not, we're not GMs and we're not the people, we're not the front office, but um, like you said, certainly a head scratcher. There's nothing really more we can say about that. Um, <laughs> but I, I think that NECA did shoot above league average from three last year, but like she doesn't take that many. And yeah, it's also, yeah, but sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's totally okay. Um, I was going to say, we're kind of going towards the end of the episode. So Mark, if you would like to plug anything, now is your chance. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at M Schindler NBA. It's M S C H I N D L E R N B A. Um, pretty much all my work goes up over at basketballnews.com. It's a really great startup that I think you should look into. Um, I'll be having W words coming up there at some point soon. Uh, free agency hit me a lot quicker than I was ready for. And I've still been pretty immersed in, in NBA coverage, but, um, I'm very excited to continue with trying to cover the W this year. So yeah, um, you can find me there. Cool. Um, if you have any thoughts on today's discussions, make sure to reach out on social media. You can follow us on Twitter at LockedOnWBB, myself at KreenaMM, and Bradshaw at OMG Bradshaw. Um, of course, make sure you're subscribed to Locked On Women's Basketball wherever you get your podcasts so that you can get the latest episodes as soon as they come out. We are also on YouTube. Yes, we are. We are in video format. So please go check us out there. Um, and that wraps up this edition of Locked On Women's Basketball. Now go check out Locked On Now for some of the latest updates in the NBA. Have a great day. See you tomorrow.